Tailgater Sports. That's right, everybody. You heard it. It is another episode of Tailgater Sports. Yep. Wherever you are here, however you found this podcast, we are just happy to have you along for the ride. We're going to talk a lot about sports. Surprise, surprise, Tailgater Sports talking about sports. While Randy cracks open a smelling salt. What number smelling salt are you on today? Uh, I think that's uh, that's number two. So I'm disappointed because I thought okay, we were going to be talking okay. about alligators. Yeah, but. so that's Randy over there. This is Tyler over here. He's from Houston. Yo. Or he's not from Houston, but he lives in Houston. He might as well be from the yeah, way he acts. He's acting like he's a local, full-blown Houstonian, Texan, whatever the hell you want to call him. Houstonian. Uh, I just bought grills yesterday. Oh, God. Tell me the truth. I mean, you already have bought a Houston Astros yeah. hat, you loser. Um, but any kind of other personal decal... Houston, Texans, Astros, memorabilia. Will it go up in your apartment at some time? Um, no, there's one thing that is on my list. You guys know that I am a massive fan of Randy Johnson. I did go out and buy his Arizona Diamondbacks jersey. Well, I Randy Johnson not Houston though. I would not mind his Houston Astros jersey. He did spend six months here. I would actually get that. Tyler, and I would frame God, it. God, you're stupid. I would frame it. No, I'd get his autograph on. That's like it. that's like wearing an Andrew Jones Dodgers jersey. Like, oh, I love Andrew Jones. He's great with the Braves, and he's with the Dodgers. It's, it's too. one of those things. But Gretzky's it's one of those things. It's one of those, was awesome. You no, know, no, but like, 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 hear me out. It's one of those jerseys that because they had such a short stint here. Not a lot of people have it, and I like having yeah, like for those good random, reason. Not bro. a lot of people think. Okay, you know what you guys? Nobody's walking around a Shaq's Cavs jersey. Not, not, not to be not right. to be very hockey niche here, but there's a very big reason the majority of people who live in St. Louis don't wear the Ryan Miller jersey. <laughs> there's a very big reason why. Yeah, that Martin Brodeur stint. He's not going to go in the fa- hockey hall of fame as as a, a St. Louis Blue. I'm sure everyone who owns a U Darvish Dodgers jersey is feeling real pumped uh, nowadays. <laughs> well, are you guys through? Yeah, are, are we through now? Yeah, yeah, All right. So. All right. Well, yeah. Those. That's Randy. That's Tyler. Uh, we will be talking some hockey later today because yes. the NHL playoffs did start over the weekend, and yes. there's nothing like a, a good game one that goes to overtime. And we got three overtime games in the first day of the NHL playoffs. Oh, I love it. Put it, it was in amazing. My the NBA play-in is here, and I've kind of come around on it. I kind of like it just because yeah. of the chaos factor that is now in motion. We'll get to that, but. Randy was a part of some history over the weekend uh, and yeah, as he takes a whiff of another smelling salt because he's going to get nice and energetic for this mm. because he went and was in the crowd at SoFi Stadium, a part of the first live Ever. audience. It was not for football, a little curveball here. Well, it was for the Giltinis, local yeah. LA rugby team. So it was for the first ever sporting event with live fans because I totally forget that there was a concert there like. A month ago or something. Oh, really? I did not know that. Like Vax Live. I always oh, forget that right. that was there. I didn't know if there was fans for oh, that. Oh, yeah. I think there. I think people were in intense for okay. that. But I as far was... as like sporting event goes, this was the first time. And right. what was insane was the capacity wasn't even that little. It was like 5,000. They let 5,000 people in, which mm-hmm. 5,000 people, still 5,000 people. And it's not, you don't really get an idea as to the sheer size of this place until you're in there with 5,000 people. And the place sits like what? Like 70, 80,000? Or something. Yeah, it's massive. It's insane. What was really cool though was to was to finally get to see the um, the Oculus screen in uh, in action for something that had to do with sports. Because when we went to go visit the stadium, it was just sort of like presenting like yeah, you know little the video promos and stuff. Yeah, welcome fans, blah blah blah. Mm. But this was cool though because you got to see what was going on. You know, we got to see dance cams and stuff. So just seeing this like this just absolute monster of a monolith was crazy. But I I will say one observation that I found that was really interesting was. The big screen, while it is super awesome, is definitely going to change the experience for people who are up real high in the in the right. bleachers. Because when you're down low and you look up, it looks cool, 
But obviously, you have the field of play in front of you. But when you're up above, it's going to make the world a difference. Yeah, you're basically watching on a 100-yard, 100-plus-yard oh, yeah. big-screen TV while also being there. And and it was super cool because they uh, going to the stadium, too, they changed the lights to uh, pink and, uh, and blue for the team colors. And they're kind of just illuminating that. So that was kind of nice. And then the, 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 you know, the sound was awesome. Right. It, it, to me, what was really cool was the fact that like it was the first time I had been to a big stadium ever in my life because I've been in the Coliseum, but the Coliseum's always just kind of been, you know, its own its own entity. Yeah. This is a monster of a stadium. Mm-hmm. You know how like when AT and T opened up, it was Jerry World, the one of like the the wonders of the world. Like this is a monster stadium. So to go in there was a super cool experience. Again, to really watch sports, live yeah. sports, see all the bells and whistles. Oh yeah, and then also hear the sound playing, like the music playing. It was super cool. Yeah, great time. It helps that the Giltinis are a good rugby team yeah. and they kick ass. So yeah. they also won. Who they're playing? Utah Warriors. They're playing Utah like Warriors. That. You sent me a video actually that I thought was really, really cool. And uh, I had no idea they were doing this, but apparently some of the refs are wearing cameras when they're doing the refereeing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can get an up close like look of the gameplay as these monster of men are just yeah. bashing into one yeah. another. I sent you that. I was like, is this, is there a social media team in the end zone? I don't even know if that's a, a yeah. proper rugby term, but where that's where it's at in the field in association to like the right. football stadium setup. I'm like, this guy's like in the huddle in the scrum with this, where's he getting the shot? And that was one of my big things too, was I wasn't sure how the logistics of it was going to set up because I don't know the exact dimensions, but I know rugby fields are a little bigger than football fields. Yeah. So it was, I saw a video and I'm like, dude, it's pretty sick is that they pretty much expanded the the field of play to the entire grass area. Mm-hmm. And they had, it looked like subs or maybe coaches sitting inside the suites that are in SoFi. Yeah. That would be used for basically the big ballers when they go to see the Chargers play. It's like, okay, yeah, here are these $1,000 seats, but we're going to be using them for basically the benches for the Giltinis when they play the Warriors Yeah, they're, they're running the med tent out of like the, the champagne lounge. <laughs> yeah, They'd be like, know. all right, guys, like, uh, you know, go get taped up or whatever. And um, uh, yeah, no, but it, it was really interesting too because, you know, the way the rugby works and the field works, you got to have guys warming up and stuff. So as the game's going on, you got guys running around the, st- the, the field because the thing is so massive and just so big that you have ample room to warm up and run around. Yeah. And, uh, but, but what I will note also, though, was because this stadium is so big and rugby is sort of a confined sport, like unless it breaks out, a majority of the play kind of consists in one single area. Yeah. Because like, that's where the ball's at and that's where the yeah. action's at. Um, because this place is so big, you can totally see how football is going to thrive so perfectly because football spreads out the entire field. You got guys all mm-hmm. over the place uh, making moves all over the place. So it's going to be exciting. And just, you know, hearing the crowd roar for whenever there'd be a try, which is, I, I guess, in, in you know, uh, normal terms, a touchdown, which we call it mm. the same way. Oh, Try is the equivalent. Okay. Yeah, the um, the, the crowd getting excited sounded awesome, but I can only imagine what it's going to be like when there's an NFL game oh, dude, there you got 80, and it's people, sold dude. out. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I told you guys when I went to the Petco Park for the Padres game a couple weeks ago, and it was my first live event, sporting event in a year plus. It, it's weird to hear like a unison reaction and clap. Yeah. And let alone, I mean, 5,000 people is 5,000 people, like you said. I mean, it's small for the the idea of how big that place is and so far, just the capacity it has. Mm-hmm. But 5,000 people clapping and reacting to a, a moment is still 5,000 people, you know, yeah. reacting. Wild. So, same thing. Same thing for when I went to Minute Maid. I mean, the crowd was only half full because that's what the stadium is allowing right now. But it's one of those small things you didn't realize you miss until it was gone. You walk back into the stadium, you're like, oh, my God, people are clapping at the same time. That could, This actually sounds beautiful. Yeah, a good little a good little unison charge chant is just like, it's it's like, oh, got you a fix, you know? Yeah. 
I want to go. I want to go uh, to Chavez Ravine though. I want to catch a Dodger game. Yeah, because I know Dodger games. Uh, the capacity is a little bit higher up, so mm. there's more fans there, and I just want to hear like the unison roar. But all in all, fun time, man. It was yeah. cool. It has me definitely pumped up for the football season because I can't wait to see this thing in yeah. full action. Mode. Full, full, full bore. Being that you went there for the Chargers when they showed us around, and then you went to the Guiltini's Media Day. You and Menace yeah. were running around like kids, you know, on a playground. Yeah. Um. Did you basically did you hand out any tours like you were the one you know. Hey, you can go ahead and go to my fridge. You can have a beer if you want. <laughs> Grab one of those Giltinis on ice. I no, know the, uh, I know this place like the back of my hand. One of the uh, so the, the the people there were like, oh, we'll walk you guys out. We're like, oh, well, we'll show ourselves out. And so we just we kind of just walked out ourselves. I got it. Don't worry. We I got, got it. it. No worries. But I, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I've I, I've been down on the underbelly. I know how to get down there. I mean, so we've we've definitely been been lucky in the sense that uh, we have gotten to see what it is behind, you know, closed doors. Yeah. I guess like the inner workings of the stadium, and it's just it's. It is dumbfounding, right? Just yeah. to see, it's jaw dropping to see just everything. Like I told, because uh, I took my girlfriend to the game. I told her when you walk in, get ready because this is it's just it's not going to look real. Like you walk in and you see this just yeah. massive screen and the field and the bright colors, and yeah. you're like, how did someone? Make and because this? of how it's set up, like we mentioned in the one podcast when the Chargers brought us out, like you walk out, you walk in on like the third level when you go down. Yeah, because of the basically like we'll call it sea level where you walk in. Yeah, it's just it's weird. it's you walk in and you see you're looking straight ahead at the Oculus. Yeah. So you kind of don't grasp it until you're like, oh, crap, there's two levels below me, right. basically. And you see it and it, it it takes up the your entire eyesight because you're almost your your eye level with it. It's and then you really grasp once you get in and you realize, oh, this place is humongous to even fit something like that yeah. to hang from the roof, let alone. So so I can't wait to catch a game. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. So they're a perfect segue. So over the weekend or not over the weekend towards the end of last week, uh, the NFL released their schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Tyler probably has the. Falcon schedule for next season tattooed onto his arm somewhere. Um, any standout for you guys? There, small print. Small we'll, print. Let, we'll let the Falcons guy. I'm sure you've gone over the schedule a couple times. Any big games for you, Tyler? You want to? I know you being in Houston, you are closer to Atlanta. I know you had that realization when you did move out there. So, are there any games circled? I don't know if they're coming to Houston to play the Texans at all. Maybe to Dallas. Um, what, are, what are you looking at next year? They are not coming to Houston, unfortunately, but I think it is week 10. They are coming to Dallas, and I do plan on making the drive over there. One of my buddies back home in California is a massive Cowboys fan. We've already talked about him flying out, so I think we're going to go to the game. That'll be a lot of fun. That's the only real Falcons game I have scheduled on my calendar because I know that this year's going to be more than likely a throwaway year because they're rebuilding new coaching staff and but, all that but stuff. But you guys that, still have Matt Ryan. What the, What do you mean? I thought oh, every year was have, a rebuilding year. <laughs> oh, ha, ha. Look at this guy. I mean, we still have Matt Ryan. Yes, we still have the new coaching, but, I mean, you get, it takes a while for the new coaching to come in. We don't necessarily know if Julio Jones is still going to be there yet. They may trade him in July or June, whenever it is that that uh, clause thing kicks in where they could basically save money by trading him that whole thing. So we don't know exactly what's going to happen yet. The whole roster isn't necessarily finalized. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the Falcons have trained me not to hope for the best and to always expect the worst. And that's basically how I live my life. So that's fine. Uh, as far as the rest of the schedule goes, there were some very interesting games that I did see. I think it's weeks one through five of the Sunday night schedule. And I'll pull it up right now. But weeks one through five of the Sunday night football schedule are just banger after banger after banger after banger. I know one of them. Yeah, so I pulled up the list right now. So week one is Bears-Rams. Week two, Chiefs-Ravens. Three is Packers-49ers. 
Four is Buccaneers, Patriots, Tom Brady's return to New England, and five is Bills, Chiefs. I mean, you have, and then even after that, you have Seahawks, Steelers right after that. The Steelers could still be really good. So the first yeah, six weeks of the that. NFL schedule, eh, well, you never know. The first <laughs> six weeks of the NFL schedule, you have banger after banger after banger for Sunday night football. And it's just, I'm actually kind of excited to watch Sunday night football so, this year. So Tyler, I don't think you're giving your team enough credit here because. Yeah, this this sounds like someone who's embarrassed at their team's chances at this year winning. So he's just going to like, hey, let's talk yeah. about the NFL. But here's the thing, though. It's like I have uh, the the strength of schedule rankings for next season. Yeah. I mean, you've been on this like Which, they're serviceable enough. You're the Falcons, at least. I think it's important to note that these this thing is one of like it's the silliest thing ever. They uh, don't mean anything. I, I, I believe. What do you what, what else are you going to base it on? This is winning percentage of your opponents for next year. What else do you want to base every, it on? But every team is different, though. Don't, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you agree? Like oh, where it's like I'd say in football, I'm not really. Okay, I don't think the turnover is that dramatic from year to year. Love, where you can't base it on. I it. would love to see like a. I'm sure there's some geek out there, some some smart person who put like a comparison, like a stat chart together. I'd love to see how accurate they are as far as like depicting or predicting the seasons. And the, well, and this its isn't like predicting the season. This They're is not. just showing up. The strength that you're the how the um, I guess the finishing place for your right, team but I'm saying like one would one would imply that if the if your schedule is more difficult, you're more inclined to lose more games because of its difficulty. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That because everyone's complaining about how the Bucks have like the easiest schedule, but I don't even think they have the easiest. No, schedule they don't. So that's where I was going here. The Falcons are actually below the Bucks in strength ah. of schedule, so they're playing their opponents' per win percentage for next season is a point four five four. So they're actually the third lowest be a uh, B. The only teams below them are the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. So, right. so I was getting to here, guys, was the fact that Tyler is already throwing away the season, which if the numbers I, were I saying know. anything... I don't, I don't know. know about necessarily throwing away. Oh, did you I'm not just, just not, say this is a yeah. rebuild year? Tyler, Tyler, I, okay, Tyler, but it's a okay, rebuild Tyler, year. I'm you talked about you talked about the Falcons for like thirty seconds, and then you immediately turned to let's talk about because Sunday night I'm football. Not entirely optimistic. Like one game, I know that's going to be a loss. January second, week seventeen at Buffalo. Uh, now you're pandering. Yeah, now, now, now you're pandering. No, no, now you just want me to you're pandering. This. No, no, the Falcons are a dome team. We got to play a winner game in it's January. Matty it's Ice. not happening. Matty Ice is going to be Matty Ice, dude. Bro, man's going to be a freaking popsicle when he goes up there. It's not going to be a good game. Uh, Green Bay Packers, the fourth hardest schedule next dude. year, behind only the Steelers in first, Ravens in second, and Bears in third. Talk about the shaft. The NFC North, I think... All four teams are in like the top eight yeah. of like the most yeah, difficult well, schedules. And it probably depends on what division you got paired up with. So NFC North got the NFC uh I forget what it was. And also the Packers. Oh, no, we got the I think we got the NFC uh I, don't know, I can't even tell because it's all over the yeah, place. Yeah, well, it Saints. depends whatever division you got. So it's if whatever. You got the NFC West, I would explain. Yeah, it. it's probably NFC West. Yeah. And then you and then plus on top of that, the Packers got the extra game of the year because they said they're doing 17 games this year. Mm -hmm. Their extra game was is against the Chiefs at home or on the road in Arrowhead. So that's going <laughs> to skew that's going to skew the winning percentage of your season, too. So when you're playing what a 14 win team as an extra addition to your already probably pretty hard. Schedule. Well, look, like week week eight is Cardinals, which if things are going the way people yeah, are predicting. West. So you probably got paired with the NFC West. Yeah, the Cardinals are on the, the you know, they're on the upward bound and with a young quarterback and they seem to have had a pretty good draft class. Then, like you said, Arrowhead, then the Seahawks, yep. which could very well easily be a very good team this year because unlike some professional football teams, the Seahawks address issues that their team has, you know, 
goddamn Packers. And then uh, and then we play Minnesota, which I mean, every year people are always like, you know, Minnesota might be a problem this year. And then yeah, they're a problem for themselves because they suck. Yeah. Didn't Dalvin Cook rip you up apart last year for like yeah. the first loss? Then he run, didn't he run yeah. for two hundred on you? Yeah, was that he the, went, was that the he game? He went crazy. You kidding and me? He scored four touchdowns that game. All oh, right, minus yeah. me someone else. That's not a joke we've said on this podcast. So there you go, Tyler. Where to go? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. Uh, have fun not making the playoffs for five years, Tyler. <laughs> I, I'm not expecting. <laughs> I haven't really looked at the Monday night schedule. What does that look like compared to the Sunday night schedule? It's ass. I really don't care. Um, I mean, the first game is good. Uh, Ravens Raiders in Vegas, so it'll highlight the Allegiant Stadium finally opening with fans. Like, okay, that's a decent game. But then you have Lions Packers pass, Eagles Cowboys pass. Raiders, Chargers, maybe. Colts, oh, Ravens, fun. maybe. Bills, Titans could be interesting. Saints, Seahawks, interesting. But then you get into the slugfest like Giants, Chiefs, pass. Bears, Steelers, pass. Rams, Niners, and maybe. Giants, Bucks, pass. Like, there's just a bunch of so-so games. But you compare it to the Sunday night schedule, it just sucks. Well, I mean, it's it's inevitably uh, some games are, or weeks are going to suffer. Matchups right. are going to suffer. I'm sure they want to make sure that the Thursday games are at least somewhat decent. Because for Remember the longest the time, Thursday games, yeah, the Thursday games were butt for a yeah, while. Yeah, for the longest time, the Thursday games were the undesirable things. Because oh, regardless, yeah, most I'm people, ready for Titans Jags. Let's go. Most people by traditions typically will tune in for Monday games because like, oh, it's Monday Night Football. Yeah. You know, it's a name that everyone knows. But Thursdays, I would imagine, are the thing they really want to push. And then eventually, it'll probably even itself out where, you know, Monday will get a good matchup, Thursday will get a good yeah. matchup. But mon- <laughs> one one of these days was going to have to suffer. Yeah. So it makes sense that it's Monday. And then as I started doing the color rush crap on Thursdays, try to get people tuned in. Remember what oh was God, it? The, was right. it the 49ers Rams with the m- mustard yellow uh, and uh, ketchup red? And there's people the, the, the mustard yellow Rams ones were okay. It was the Dijon mustard Jacksonville ones, the ones that look like a brown that gold. gold. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely then, disgusting. And then there was colorblind people complaining about the color rush uniforms because they couldn't tell which team was which. Oh, See, right. what what I'm afraid of is because of the playoff and when we got the Nickelodeon stuff, like I'm I'm wondering if we're gonna get more gimmicky stuff, especially because the NBA tried out that Avengers. I was about night to say, thing. you guys, did you guys see any of the Avengers nights? So uh, for I those that not. aren't pay, weren't paying not. attention, yeah, exactly. It wasn't really marketed well because I feel like they just kind of threw it together because Actually, of the I Nickelodeon did see thing. one thing. I just saw Zion throwing an air ball and there was a smoke trail behind him. <laughs> yeah, so so yes. ESPN tried to copy the Nickelodeon um, shtick about, you know, what was, yeah. it was a playoff game, too. What was it? The Bears, Saints? Bears, Saints. And uh, uh, Nick, not Nick Foles, Mitchell Trubisky won the MVP and he sucked. Yeah, because yeah. it was fan voted. So, yeah. So ESPN tried to jump on and uh, ride the coattails, coattails of that. And uh, they did, what was it? Marvel Monday or Marvel, not Marvel Monday. It was a yeah. Marvel Avengers themed. Yeah. For a NBA game between the Pelicans and the Warriors, was it the Warriors? I think it was the Warriors. Yeah, so superheroes in a league, I do not care. Yeah, so yeah, right. pretty much. Yeah, on a throwaway game in uh, March, or no, that was it was later in the season. Than I a throwaway game in April, and yeah, I was. Yeah, well, it went about as well as you could think, seeing yeah, how I nobody knew it was going on. Yeah, I don't want to sound like a bitter bitch. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I like it when teams try when leagues try new things because I feel like sometimes. Uh, myself or people around me will bitch about things and it's like it's yeah. completely counterintuitive because we bitch about baseball not trying anything new and then we bitch about teams try- leagues trying new things my problem is yeah we do right <laughs> yeah my problem is my problem is like we the thing is like if you're going to try something new go all in on it though you know like don't be like 
hey guys, uh, it'll be, you know, commercial, commercial, commercial announcement. By the way, guys, Thursday's uh, Marvel theme night. And then back to commercials mm-hmm. and explosions. Like, like, make sure we make it a thing, you know, like make it cool, make it big. Like the whole Nickelodeon stuff that had that had like a bit of a yeah. of attraction to it, allure, because we had no idea what it was. And it's football, man. Something about just football. Football itself is such a big draw. You know, tons and tons and tons and tons of people are watching. Yeah. When that game was going on, it was a playoff game. It was a standalone game, a Sunday right. morning. So you knew it was massive. So it had like the appeal just because everybody was talking about it on Twitter. Everybody was talking about it at the same time. This yeah. this Marvel thing that ESPN did. It was a blip on a radar. It was thrown in the middle of the week. It was thrown in a less than desirable game. So nobody was really paying attention to it at all. When the Nickelodeon one, it's like people were interacting about it. People were freaking out over the slime zone, touchdowns yeah. and crap. You know what sucks is like you see stuff like this and you know there is probably somebody behind the genesis of it who was really, I want to say passionate, but was really excited about it. And then as most creative things go in a corporate environment, they don't get any support or any backing, and then the crap flops, and they're like, "Well, didn't look like but it this uh, one just, didn't look like it worked." I'm like, well, no one was giving yeah, me any you support. Throw some Iron Man stickers on a Zion yeah, free throw or something. But, but see, like to your point too, I I, uh, I also think stuff like that works with football because football is it's it's quicker, you know, or there's more stuff to watch on to watch on for, and and when the game goes, I mean. Don't get me wrong, basketball. There's, there's, you know, you can have a continuous back and forth of play, unlike football, where there's yeah. stoppages. But with basketball, basketball to me just feels so much lengthy. Yeah, you know, it's like it, it is. Like if I if I had to break it game, down, like like a, a basketball game would be a movie, whereas a football game is a TV show. You know, it's like you know, it's kind of yeah, like I can see that. it's to the point you get it. But like basketball, there's so much dead time sometimes. Even though there's play, there's just like you know, dribble, 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 miss. Dribble, 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 mm-hmm. miss, dribble, dribble. And there's there's more time for like stuff in football. Yeah. There's like distinguishable moments. Basketball, it's like, okay, rush up the floor, miss a layup. Rush up the floor, okay. Yeah, like, what, what are you supposed to like? Oh, he goes for misses a layup. Here comes Thor with the hammer. You know, like it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. Whereas like Nickelodeon, there is, you know, like stupid SpongeBob would pop up and be like, you know, holding is when blah, 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 <laughs> right. blah, blah. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Stupid ass little Sheldon was explaining the rules. So it's yeah, probably funny. But you could definitely see though when the when they tried the football thing that they were kind of at their wits end because they started having to ad lib a lot of crap. Yeah. And you could tell they were just like how the, many how many different Nate Burleson puns can we have about you uh, could kid tell, stuff? Yeah. In, what was it? Eagles kid, uh, I and Eagles kid. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like how many <laughs> other weird things can we tie into their favorite ice cream? I heard a chip skylark. Yeah, joke in the yeah, first was, quarter. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, we're getting fairly odd parents puns this early. But you can yeah. see the fatigue in the fourth quarter. We're like, holy crap, we've already exhausted all of our SpongeBob animations, everything. We were obviously not fully prepared to carry this game. And like to your point, they'd be like, the offense is melting out there, and they'll be like, and then like what would usually happen is there'd be like a two second pause, right? And you could hear the crowns like, <sighs> the whistles and stuff, and like, <sighs> and then you'd be like, uh, what's uh, you know, I. I, I love my I love me some ice cream. Speaking of melting, what what's your favorite ice cream? And then we go like a thirty second conversation about ice cream. Meanwhile, Drew Brees is trying to keep the season's hopes alive. Yeah, he's not trying to be put into retirement on the Nickelodeon broadcast. Yeah, I know. And then you go back onto the other broadcast where, where CBS had it, and it's like, okay, this is equally boring, yeah. but it's a little bit more tolerable. Yeah, Romo and Jim Nance weren't doing exactly anything much better, but at least we had slime. On I mean, Nickelodeon. I mean, what was what was fascinating for me too was uh, both both games. Inherent for us, inherently boring. Basketball to me is a boring sport. I know a lot of people love it. I respect it. Whatever it is, what it is, it's just not for me. This football game, with all the best bells and whistles it had, still 
almost ran yeah, me that into game the ground was pretty because boring. that game was brutal. Thank God for the slime zone, to be honest. Thank I God know. for the, par- the, go- the fairly odd parents puns. But I think football is more forgiving because you can have an absolute mess of a broadcast. And it's still football. It's still football. Remember what was like a couple years ago when they... <laughs> God, I hate thinking about this. When ESPN tried so hard... To force down our throats, the whole booger sideline uh, oh, seat the camera booger mobile. The, booger the booger mobile, and it would turn to him in like freezing cold climates, <laughs> yeah, just, just just being there talking about it while the game's going on behind us. And I'm like, I could not give a rat's ass about what he's talking about like, right oh, now. Oh, sick! He's on the sideline. He and doesn't then, need that. Just let him walk. And along then it was the always really awkward because he'd be saying just absolute nonsense, trying to ad lib, and then you see like his broken fingers and stuff, and I'd be like, Oh my god, can we just skip back to the booth? <laughs> right. I felt really bad because it came to a point where i was really hoping the mobile would tip over just so i had some kind of action on the sideline but or just like sucked or break down or something yeah people were getting pissed because the people that were in in attendance watching the game in person they would tweet out pictures like effing booger is parked in front of me like i can't see the damn game this is what this is why every single season at this point we should probably make a list somehow but every single season one network or another and that like releases some some freaking like advancement or something like this. Check this out, guys. Like this is this year's gimmick. I think last year's was the uh, sky overhead camera that I think Fox did. But that, but it was cool, though. Like on the kickoff returns, like mm. the camera would sort of like follow it and trace them down. Like that was interesting. You know, the thing I have a problem with nowadays is the super duper really expensive camera that Fox is using. Oh, the, f- the oh, 8K they use, one. So they, yeah, use yeah, it, yeah. Like, they use K-H-E? it a lot in the MLB playoffs. They use it for touchdown celebrations and, and the NFL games here and there. Yeah. But it's like so crystal clear. It has trouble focusing. Yeah, so and it hurts whole, my eyes. The whole replay, they're following this guy and it's like focus. Oh, really clear. Oh, blurry, blurry, blurry. Uh, oh, really clear. And I'm like, guys, figure it out. Like, let's get this thing figured out before we use it again because... Yeah, like you said, I'm getting disoriented because of yeah. the blurry, 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 crystal clear, because blurry, 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 crystal clear. Well, what's crazy, too, is people talk about how, like, with 8K now, and I often wonder this with sports, 8K, is it's too much for our eyes. Like, at this point, television- it's too clear, dude. It looks fake. Television is getting more clear than actual real life, you I mean, know? If I wanted to see realism, I would have paid for a ticket. Yeah, right? Dude, yeah. But that's the thing. It looks clearer than- Looking from me to Randy, if they would have shot this on that damn camera, yeah. I would have been like, well, that's better than my vision. Like, I, I can't even see that clear right and now. And it's so funny because for the longest time, I was like, oh, give me better resolution, better resolution. Now, I'm like, you know what? 1080, I'm okay. Dude, for real, I think we're you know? good. I don't need to see uh, so-and-so's touchdown celebration that clear and on top of the camera guy running next to him and it working its hardest to for this five second clip. I right. just can't handle it. My eyes can't. What's insane too is that like when you go back and you look at like how the camera quality has changed. Oh. Like I think uh, recently there were, I was watching some highlights for some some compilation of like uh, early two thousand four or like oh six college football, and uh, one of the and one of the clips that popped up was um, Michael Crabtree. Texas, uh, Texas Tech versus Texas when that last second touchdown, oh, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, this is so much. This is so blurry. Like, how did I watch this thinking Dude, this was like, this is crystal insane clear? insane how crappy the video quality was back. Not even back in the day, like 10 years ago, 2000s. Yeah. Like, which is absolutely baffling. It you looks know, awful. you know what sport is so unforgiving when it comes to that crap? Baseball. Old baseball clips look like garbage. Yeah. Hockey's at least tolerable because hockey has that sort of like the white ice. Yeah. And so it's reflective. Football's a little brutal, but I mean, baseball, man, baseball does not yeah. age well so when I look at some, some of the old, old clips. There are some old ones where I'm just like, like with baseball, 
once you hit like O three, things become yeah. like you recognizable. Prior to O three, you can you can't tell the difference if you're watching like a clip from nineteen ninety four or nineteen seventy. You know what's crazy too is the fact that the score and time, like the score and clock bug, yeah, is not that old. Like there's there's a point where I forget what year it got instituted in. To be honest, but there's a point where not in the re, not so far past where you didn't have the score or the time on the screen. I find that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like there's score bugs. I'm going to look it up while you talk because it's not it's not like a thing I, that was it, there when it started. I always love uh, and I'm sure Tyler can attest to this, too. I, I I love when I would put on like NFL Network and they'd show like the old documentaries would be like the top whatever teams or players or whatever. And they'll show a snippet of the. Uh, of like the game, like it would be like the 1985 Super Bowl or something, and it, you know it'll do like a short little cut compilation, and the score isn't even digital. It's like it yeah, almost it wouldn't show up. It would just pop up like yeah. right before a play. Like oh or, hey, by the way, this is what the score. Or is. it would seem like it would seem like all they did was point the camera at the literal scoreboard, yeah. and it's just like little lights. That was the best. It was like a picture in picture. Yeah, and you could tell that the the picture, the cameraman that had the scoreboard duty or the the standalone camera. It's like kind of like vibrating yeah. from the shake of the camera. Yeah. So crazy, man. It's so insane to see how sports have progressed. But that's a really good point, though. The 8K camera gimmick thing, like I can only tolerate it so much. It's just it's too clear for my eyes, you know. But I, I wonder, though, I wonder what's going to be this year's gimmick. Like what's going to be this year's this year's sort of thing that they that they do? Because they we've had the booger mobile. We've had the sky cam. We had the 8K camera. Uh, Tal, can you think of anything else that they tried doing? I would love for them, and I, I know they'll never do it, but one thing I love that the XFL did was when there was a challenge on the play, they took you into basically live footage of what the replay official is looking at. I would love the NFL officials to do that, but th they're so heavily scrutinized and they make the wrong call even on replay sometimes that the yeah. NFL would never allow it. Well, I, I feel like nowadays though, they kind of do that. What I would like is I'd like to hear live mic when stuff like that comes up. But then that's when people sometimes get in trouble. Like, do you guys remember the uh, the NHL ref who was like, uh, they, they're oh, old. Oh, yeah, he, like he said that he made up a fa uh, penalty. Yeah, like they're, they're old one or something. And then he got immediately fired, uh, which I think was absolutely hysterical. But uh, yeah, no, that, that would be cool. You know, there are some sports that those, those little, those little, little things little would go a long, long way. Another thing, too, I'd love for us to leave behind is these stupid scoreboard layouts now. It makes no effing sense. I'm like, why is it at the bottom of the screen? Some are hard. The, the rebranding from Fox Sports to Bally Sports, that's gone across. So, you know, I think many of the major markets, if you had yeah. a Fox Sports uh, yeah, regional it's one, everywhere. you, you can't escape it. The Bally Sports one, I know we're nitpicking here, but the Bally Sports one has an awkward amount of dead space underneath the ticker. Yeah. Like there's so much gray and it, it, it eats up so much room into the actual like hockey games I'm watching. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why do we need that much just gray space below I, it? And I love when I see this because I know inevitably this is going to get fixed and addressed, but it just fascinates me that we're just going to wait till the next season or like a new season. Like literally all it takes, get your keyboard, click down on the mouse, like on the keyboard, like three times, click, 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 click. And then it's done. You know, but Randy, you don't understand this year is a prototype. They have to let it go. Uh, it's absolutely crazy, man. It's silly. 1994 is what I'm seeing was the first score bug. Oh, my God. Really? The NFL. 1994. I miss. I think that might some, be late. Some, I, I have fond memories. There are some that I absolutely miss. Like, uh, oh, yeah, there was there was the um, I think in the early 2000s, there was one for CBS that actually looked like a hanging scoreboard with a uh, 
whole like rafters and things behind it the fox one in like the late 90s early 2000s that one was pretty good some of the ones they have now i'm just like eh, i miss I the I uh know. i miss the early 2000s mid 2000s uh fox sports one mm-hmm. where like if like the dodgers hit a home run it'd be and like it would start flickering yeah. and then the number would pop up or something there's some old like there were some old ones that were really cool like there was a weird robotics kind of area where it was real blocky now everything's kind of real like kind of smooth and there's yeah. a new there's a new scorebook that they're using for the nhl playoffs it's kind of a diamond i did see that i yeah. kind of like that one i saw it yesterday i find it so strange and you look at like the ongoing trends and how all of society gets affected like we went in the 90s from being like goofy and just really over the top to slowly, you know, Dude. kind of like being more clean about it. And now it's like minimalistic, uh-huh. sort of just like corporate Like, you know what's so crazy that made me think about this too, now that we mentioned this? Have you guys seen the pictures of like when they show you like what McDonald's and Taco Bell used to look like oh, yeah, versus man. what yes. it looks like now? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is everyone so obsessed with being so minimalistic? Yes. Like what happened Sports to stuff having personality? so crazy. Dude, I love... Uh, Frank Caliendo used to make pics for, I, for Fox Sports. I used to... Uh, no, I used to. I found came across this old highlight of like a Ducks-Kings game. Yeah. And their graphics going in and out of commercial was like a robotic king's mascot shooting stuff and like they scored a goal and remember it's like it's kind of like um they it was kind of like the what's the guy's name or not a guy what's the robot's name for the fox brutus you know, oh, big, the the big old robot. Yeah, I feel like Tal would know. Yeah, he never. He, but they never. They never got rid of him. He's still like incorporated. He's the guy that you see going in out of like Thanksgiving. Yeah, day games, and he's like the yeah, robot. Every, yeah, every single like Sunday night, uh, Sunday afternoon football stuff, or uh, sorry, NFL and Fox. It'll start with him like spiking a football yeah, or something. Yeah, or, in and out of commercials, it's him kicking a ball or getting tackled by other robots, you know, in, yeah. in NFL uniform. Or it'll be like it'll be like the 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 text to win contest, and it'll be him just like with his arms <laughs> yes. folded, and it'll be like his, text this his... to and answer this question or something to win, maybe uh, win an RV yeah. from RV win, World. Win Terry Bradshaw's cash and yeah, he's behind or him. something stupid like that. By the way, what did you guys think the name of the robot was again? Brutus. Brutus. Uh, he has the most white trash name I've ever heard. His name is Cletus. Cletus. See, I was close. It was I. I. I thought it was what's Brutus? Is Brutus the Give it up Buckeyes for Cletus mascot? the robot? Brutus oh, is yeah, the, backi- uh, the Buckeyes uh, mascot. Brutus Buckeye. Brutus Buckeye. Yeah. See, that's why. I was Did Terry Bradshaw name the robot? Why is it named? Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Doesn't what do you? What do It's probably been Cletus. Doesn't matter. Since it was first introduced, back in nineteen like sixty five or whatever. A lot of football talk, guys. Just before we segue out of this to the actual sports that are being played right now, one hundred and fifteen days until the NFL regular season. Wow. Yes. We're almost into double digits. So hold Crazy, on. Crazy that soon. Hang hang tight. We're NFL is coming. It'll be here quick. Next thing you know, it'll be, you know, OTAs. I know they had mini camps and stuff. But uh whatever. Let's let's talk about some games that are actually going on. Let's not uh rehash old topics like we just did for 25 minutes. But NHL playoffs started over the weekend. NBA playoffs start tomorrow night. Today is Monday. Playing games start Tuesday um with the Eastern Conference, Western Conference on Wednesday. NHL playoffs, guys. There's nothing like it. I uh, I f- fall back in love with it every single year. I'm falling back in love with it, even with the half attendance. Yeah. Um. I was watching the Golden Knights Minnesota Wild game, zero uh, zero game, and I was beyond entertained. Uh, I went zero zero and one zero, obviously in overtime. Uh, Minnesota Wild win that game in. They were in Vegas at T-Mobile Arena portion of the crowd that's not allowed to sell out whatever you know all the covid restrictions and the place was a a freaking party and i was so jealous everybody there the dj vegas man all right quick segue we're gonna be in vegas on june 5th that's right we are now the biggest vegas golden knights fans for the next like three weeks i i bought menace a jersey for the knights yeah so we are the biggest golden knights fans for the next three to four weeks because 
We will be there in Vegas on June 5th recording a podcast with Menace. What's new pod? June 5th, Lazy Dog Restaurant on Las Vegas Boulevard uh, at noon. We're going to be there recording live his podcast. He'll have some giveaways. There's always good giveaways. So if you are in Vegas, show up. Las Vegas Boulevard, Lazy Dog. We will be there in the flesh, hanging out, eating some food with Lazy Dog, having some drinks. But we are fans of the Golden Knights now because we will be there for that weekend. That's right. And we are praying to the sports gods, hoping with the hockey gods, sacrificing anything they want. If Tyler. Ty- yeah, if they want Tyler, we can give him. What? We hope. We God, we hope. The name of Jesus, We Tyler. hope that we are there for a playoff game night. Either Friday night, preferably not Friday night because that's our travel day. But if yeah. we could be there Saturday, maybe it's an afternoon game. It probably won't be because it's a West Coast game. But who knows? If they make it to the second round, they might have somebody central. You'll we be cool. You'll be cool, Saturday, too. Give us a damn Saturday playoff game while we're there. We want to experience the Vegas life. Because when, when you're in Vegas, the city looks like they are all in on the Golden Knights. Yeah. Especially when you're in, in that T-Mobile MGM Park area. So we are praying. We are hoping that there's a Vegas Golden Knights playoff game for oh, us to be take so in and absorb while we're there. That'd be so, so awesome. That's my plug. That's my prayer to the gods, to the hockey gods. Um, take Tyler if you must. Take just him. Give us, please. Don't. Take Matt Ryan. No, take don't. Julio Jones. No, whatever no, you why want. Would you, no, give no, us, no, give no, us no. Mark Andre Fleury in the no, second round of the playoffs no, while no, we're in town. I would love it. No, and I, you know what? I won't even get greedy. I want a home playoff game just so I could really experience the crowd going in and out of T-Mobile. But I'll take an away game. Take, I just need a Golden Knights game while we're in Vegas. God, if you need How this about much of an offering, sacrif- may you take Mike Trout and no, give us stop just- it. I'll tell you what. How about we sacrifice Aaron Rodgers because he already has one foot out the door? Um, well, he's not religious, so it doesn't matter. But God, to please take Tyler now more than ever. Yeah. So Golden Knights hockey. June 5th, we're going to be in Vegas. Come by Lazy Dog, Las Vegas Boulevard if you want to hang out. Back to hockey. The best sport, I should say. When it comes to like jumping onto a sort of playoff bandwagon, yeah, it doesn't get better you than NHL hockey. Because I've had tons of people tell me that, dude, hockey's so much fun. Hockey's so much fun. You don't need a, a team during the playoffs. I'm honestly, oh, yeah, the, no I'm on the, I'm of the state of mind that I love playoff hockey more when my team's not involved. Yeah, no stress. So, so, dude, I I got up on the West Coast at 9 a.m. I think was the first game on Saturday, and I watched through till 7 p.m. until they went to that damn Canadian division game that was still regular season playing in the middle of the playoff for some reason. Don't get that. But I am, I dude, put it in my veins, strap an IV. I am like a crack addict. Once the playoffs are, I just can't get enough of it. Now, since we uh, crapped on it for a little bit, let's go to basketball for a second. All right, all right, right, you know, all right. Because the, for as fun as the hockey playoffs are, I think the basketball playoffs, the NBA playoffs are probably about... Pa- as far opposite as you yeah. can get Positive until maybe the finals, until maybe the NBA finals, whatever. Come on, guys. Good vibes. Good, good I mean, vibes. Look, sports are sports. I love it. I, wa- I watch. I say this crap, but I watch it all the time. I will probably end up watching the NBA yeah. playoffs more than I should, more than I should care. But if there's a hockey game on, I'll watch the hockey game, whatever, here right. or there. The one thing I know we kind of poo-pooed on it a little bit an episode or two ago, the NBA play-in tournament that's going on. So the East will figure itself out, whatever. Who cares? Right. Um, there's no drama there. The drama's in the West. We're now all of a sudden this play-in tournament, which everybody thought was a good idea, which uh, Mark Cuban said it was cool, whatever. Uh, LeBron James was on record saying it's cool, whatever. Well, guess who's in the damn play-in tournament? LeBron James and the Lakers, Steph Curry and the Warriors. And now they're in a situation where either one of them might not make the playoffs because the loser of their game will play the winner of the... Ninth place, 10th place. Yeah, they'll play the winner of the ninth and 10th place team, which... At that point, the loser goes home, and that winner will go into the A. So the 
NBA is in a pickle now where all of a sudden they could have either LeBron James or Steph Curry out and booking Cabo trips on vacation because of this weird play in gimmick that they started. I honestly think both teams will be fine. I just saw who's in the ninth, 10th place game, and I think they'll be okay. So the loser and of they Lakers are? Warriors has to play the winner of Spurs Grizzlies. I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But who knows, dude? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. If, if by any chance, I think, you know, I'm assuming, again, this is not a basketball podcast. We're not up on ball, up on whatever this is. Um, I'm assuming the Warriors lose the game to the Lakers. Because, yeah, whatever, it's, you know, what, who cares? But I'm assuming, yeah, they have enough firepower to beat whoever's going to come out of the whatever buster-ass game that is going to be, <laughs> too. So there's our basketball talk. There's our quota. We can probably, I mean, we'll mess around with a little bit more of, I guess, a playoff bracket once they're set. But uh, I love the chaos factor. I know we poo-pooed on it. Um, I love the fact that the NBA has to kind of, kind of uh, you know, alert the sirens yeah. of the fact that, hey, we might have just accidentally eliminated Stephen Curry from the freaking playoffs. Well, this is just strange, though, because it's not even a playoff game. No one's getting eliminated. Well, the playoff game, well, it's a play-in game. It's like, yeah. the, it's like the first four in the NCAA but I, tournament. But they're, but they're kind of like presenting it as like the beginning of the NBA playoffs. Yeah. But it's like they're no one's really getting eliminated. Though, yeah, well, there will know? be... It's a weird. There will it's be a two weird teams situation. on each side eliminated. The elimination game is right. the nine ten right. game. So technically, they're in the playoffs already. The seven eight game, you technically have a a mulligan if, per se. You gotta you can lose one game and still yeah. be in. If you're the nine ten seed, you gotta run the table. You gotta win two games to make. The How playoffs. much is that gonna suck if you lose to like if a team that made it ends up losing to the playing team? Well, that's dude. That's that's what they were saying, man. Like you're not. I'd be pissed if I was a seventh place team. If I was the uh, well, the Lakers. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, hey, it's not even a playing game for the A seed between me eight nine. That would have right, been a decent right. situation. But now all of a sudden, you the whole format of the playoffs can be flipped. If I'm a seven seed and now I have a bad game, LeBron rolls an ankle, can't finish a game, and I lose in the first game. Oh crap! Yeah. You know, and now you you have a bad game. Somebody's off. AD's off or whatever. Or and then you lose to the Spurs, who came out of the nine ten game or something. And now all of a sudden you were you go from seventh to yeah to an early summer. Or how crazy is it if you're like the you're the one of the lower seeds and then the Lakers suddenly start playing like the Lakers, like the star power wakes up. Suddenly it's like, oh, great. Right. Now they're coasting through the playoffs. It's pretty. It's kind of a crappy situation because the Lakers did have, you know, LeBron on the bench for so long. So they did have this free fall from the I think they were in the first place tie for first around Christmas. They were, they were for a while. So yeah. the first place, the first and second place team in the West right now. Is yeah, both Utah and, and Phoenix. Yeah. You know they're both looking at the playing games and ju they're just like, what the yeah. F, dude? Now, all like, of a sudden, kidding me? yeah, the Suns got to be pissed because they have their best year in a decade, eleven plus years. I think it's the first time they made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, and I now know. all of a sudden the Lakers have a free fall because AD and LeBron are hurt. And guess what? They're they're better now. The real season has started. So now all of a sudden yeah. you're like, crap. This is, the freaking Lakers could be in seventh place and we're gonna have a date with LeBron and Anthony Davis in the first round. Crazy stuff. Like I'd be, I'd be low key, a little pissed. Yeah, um, oh yeah, no so doubt. At the same time, you know, again, this could be, it could be, so it could be Lakers, Warriors, it could be Lakers, Spurs. I mean, who knows? I mean, this is. I'll tell you what, though, this for the for once, and like I, I want to say a while. This is the first time I've looked at the overall NBA landscape as far as the playoffs go, and everything seems a little fair. Yeah, it's, it's like wide the, open. It's like not the, Warriors yeah. or LeBron. Or Lakers, yeah. yeah. Like the East-West look kind of... I mean, the 76ers, I think, are our first place. In the East, yeah. In the East. However, you know, as as history has shown us, these number one seeds can easily yeah. fall victim to their own their, their own demise. Yeah. 
and then end up getting bounced by a lower seeded team. But yeah, like we just said though, like usually every year we're like, okay, well LeBron's gonna make it to the NBA Finals again this year. And it'll be the know? Warriors in the or West. The Warriors yeah. are un- unstoppable, but the Warriors not as good as they've been before. No way. LeBron been hurt. He even came out and said he doesn't think he'll ever be the same after this injury. Oh, shut the hell up. Oh, see, you poked. Oh, my you God. Poked, you did it. You poked, you poked he the said, bear. We, this guy, oh. Tyler, said he didn't want to give Ty, uh, LeBron James any time. And look, yeah. he's, he's fuming. But, uh, I mean, look, it could oh, be, so it could be, stupid. It could be oh, one God. of two things, though. Like, this could actually be the reality of it, which is, which I think is going to be good for the league because now everyone has a fair chance, especially now that the freaking Knicks are winning. Like, that's massive for the league, yeah. that's, right? That's actually cool. That's I mean, really cool. I, that's really big for the league. I will say this. I know basketball sucked for when the Lakers were really bad there for a minute, but I'll be perfectly honest. Basketball is better when the Knicks are really good. Yeah. It's, it just feels Dude, bad if the Knicks when they're win, that bad. If by some miracle of God, the Knicks win the championship, I don't even know. I can't even put into Riots. words what's going to happen Riots. in New York. New York is going to exp- – I I can't even – I have to be sensitive with my words here, of course, because I don't want to make it seem like it's something terrible is going to transpire. But New York's going to lose their effing mind, man. Yeah. Like, so they've been spike, so they, bad they, for they so long. And now the, State Building. Yeah, not only are they going into the playoffs for the first time in a long time, they're going to like a four seed, right? Didn't yeah. they glitch like a top four yeah, seed? they yeah. actually have home they're court advantage ass. in the first series. Julius Randle balling out. I, I, Dort. If Cuomo knows what's good for him, he's gonna open up Madison Square Garden, let the fans pile God, in there. Man, how I love hearing crowds again, man. I'm telling you, when I was watching that Vegas Golden Knights yeah. game, it was seemed like a party, and they're only oh, at like 75 percent capacity. New York, Madison Square Garden, home home court advantage. If you don't want to be the team that's taking on the Knicks, you yeah. don't, bro. N- dude, Knicks fans are already coming at it too. So I'm working at Lids yesterday. This literally happened yesterday. There's a guy that comes into the store and he's all whining and complaining that we don't have enough Nick stuff. The, the <laughs> only the only Nick's jersey we carry is a throwback Latrell Sprewell. And he comes, man, he's like, does nobody care about their job? Do you all like, do you not care about your job? And I'm like, dude, what do you need help with? Do you guys have Knicks hats? I'm like, no, we sold out of those. And they just walked out. I'm like, Knicks fans are already on another level. We haven't even gotten to the playoffs yet. And this dude is already shouting at me saying, I don't know about y'all because we don't have Knicks stuff, dude. That's like, great. oh, my goodness. Yeah, the uh, the Knicks are taking on the Atlanta Fal- Falcons. Jesus. Not my fault. Everything, every sports. Everything Atlanta. Is aviary of some sort. <laughs> the Knicks are taking on the uh, the Hawks. Which I believe, if they win that, see, even the bracket doesn't make any effing sense. Like none of it's connected. Like, how does that make sense? Well, Look yeah, because I think NBA does reseeding, so it's not like <sighs> locked in. It's like, and then it, I think they reseed. Anyways, and went what I want, what I want to say is that there, there could be a possibility where the Knicks play the Nets, and that's gonna be freaking That'd wild. Be fun. Because the Nets were supposed to be the golden shot. The Nets were supposed to be this year's Warriors and yeah. Lakers. And they weren't really. They're no, because they were all still hurt. injured. Kyrie Irving decides when he wants to play. When he's yeah. not doing a when he wants to, when crap. he wants to be a shaman and when he wants to play a basketball. Yeah, his player. latest thing is I. I'm not worried about hoops. I'm worried about uh, violence overseas. Which I find cool. so. Get well, the hell you, out get, of here. you get play. You're an NBA player. You're one of the best players in the world. Uh, you should probably worry about hoops a little bit. Yeah, which I find it fascinating because if you think about it, the Knicks and the Nets kind of symbolize the two differences in New York. Like you have the super woke people. That's the Nets. Those are like, you know, the the Brooklyn's and the Manhattans and stuff. And then you have like the blue collar people who literally just want to survive because it costs like five thousand dollars to have a studio apartment. And that's the Knicks. 
Well, so. if you're uh, from New York or a Nets or Knicks fan, and if Randy totally butchered that analogy, let him know at Hey It's Randall and on remember, all social media. Uh, you can lick my butt. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the way out, I'm not going to let Tyler talk because... Sweet. Now we're making progress. Um, I don't want him to yell too much, and I kind of want just him to sit and soak. I'll, I'll keep my composure. I want him to sulk and think about just this Good image. Vibes. This image I'm going to paint for him. Okay? Good vibes. So, oh, dear Game God. seven, World Series. Chavez Ravine. Only. Oh, God. Runner on second. High oh, game, bottom nine. Oh, dear Lord. Need one run to win the World Series back-to-back years for the Dodgers. Okay. Up comes Albert Pujols in, in a pinch-hit situation. I'm triggered. Walk-off knock, beats the Angels, wins here. the World Series nope, title at Chavez Bye, Ravine. See you guys next for the week. real Los Angeles team. And the first person the camera turns to in the crowd, LeBron James, and he's going crazy. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm done. Bye, guys. Later. He's wearing a he's wearing a Kobe Bryant Dodgers jersey. Yeah, Albert Pujols gonna go retire a Dodger, walk off. How walk crazy off is the that? Field as a World Series champion you- with the Los Angeles Dodgers, <laughs> and then he's gonna run off the field. And he's gonna grab LeBron. They're gonna celebrate together. And they're gonna look in the camera and say, "F you, Tyler, you little traitor ass bitch." Enjoy- I don't know. I just do that at the end. Enjoy the dirty South. How's Houston, you loser? How's the Heat? Uh, how's the heat? You okay? Did you pass out in your in your front room? Are you alright? You okay over there? Do I need I'm a wellness check? Show's over. Podcast is over. So how do you feel about this, Tyler? Uh, in the words of uh, one of our favorite podcast hosts, uh, Barstool Big Cat, I have no comments at this time. <laughs> <laughs> I find it crazy though because after he left St. Louis, there I remember they would throw like infographics of him like on ESPN. Like remember back in the day when like uh, the whole jersey swap like it was just yeah. tiny little infographic stuff. I remember they would put him in a Dodger hat and a Dodger jersey. I'm like, oh my god, imagine yeah. Pujols in a Dodger team on the Dodgers, mm-hmm. and they end up going to the Angels. You know what's funny is that I um so we didn't record last week because I had to go somewhere graduation. Yeah. couldn't do it. So I the Pujols news dropped. I'm like, damn, we're not recording this week. Can't yeah. get Tyler's reaction. You know, whatever. Tons of people were like, oh, what the hell. Oh, we deserve better. And then there's tons of people. He sucked. We're paying him too much. And I saw all the headlines. Uh, Hall of Fame career for pool host. And then he played 10 more years. And all, all these shots and crap. And then people were talking about, oh, he needs to deserve better. Deserve better. What a flip of mood, man. So I many know. people. The F you, F that. Sell out. Blah, 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 blah. Because he signed with the Dodgers after. <laughs> and, that, and then I saw that. I'm like, wow, I'm actually happy we didn't get the reaction last week. So we could get Tyler's reaction this week because it's even it's even better story now. He's not even I, I can't even say he's a seller because he has two rings. What is he selling out for? It's not like he hasn't won. I'm pretty sure he just signed with the Dodgers because he didn't want to pack up and move. Right, he couldn't sell his house in this market. That being said, Pujols, you dirty rat bastard. How could you? That being said, an injured Dodgers team. And Pujols drives in the winning run. The Dodgers are and World Series champions. Injured Dodgers team beats right, the guys, fully healthy know, Angels team. Shout out to you know whatever I'm trying to push through. I'll see you guys later. Bye. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Hey Tyler. Yes. Loser. <laughs>